Hello everybody. So it's Laura here and I thought that today I would chat a little bit about mindfulness meditation, what it is, what it isn't, and maybe bust a few myths about it. So firstly, I'll explain a bit about what mindfulness is and I really like this um, explanation by John Kabat-Zinn, who is a meditation, mindfulness meditation teacher. And he, um, really, yeah, he really explores mindfulness and, and the benefits of mindfulness in a really scientific way. Um, so the way that he explains it is that mindfulness means paying attention in a particular way on purpose in the present moment and non-judgmentally and non-judgmentally I feel is probably one of the most important parts of mindfulness meditation there are a lot of aspects to it but non-judgmentally is what I think has really helped me on my journey and when I first heard people talking about non-judgmental awareness and being non-judgmental in meditation I used to think hmm that's weird like how why would I judge meditation now how could I how could I be judging towards you know something that's that's going on in me I didn't really understand what that meant so I want to kind of break it down for you here um from my perspective and from my understanding being non-judgmental during meditation means to accept whatever comes up um, without trying to change it or control it in any way. And so I'll give you a real example of this. So being non-judgmental during meditation might mean that when um, a for example, maybe you've got a, a sore knee or something. So if you notice you're, you're meditating and, and then you notice, oh, my knees, my knees actually starting to hurt a bit. Being non-judgmental would be instead of being like, oh, my knee is, my knee is hurting. Ouch. Um, why is my knee hurting? Getting all frustrated about it. Being non-judgmental would be, okay, I notice my knee has some sensations there and I'm just noticing how it feels. I'm just going to become curious about those sensations and just, just observe them. So I hope that kind of explains it for you, but in this non-judgmental attitude, we can allow things to be as they are without trying to control them or change them. And this non-judgmental attitude can be used in any, anything that arises within our consciousness, within our conscious awareness. So this could be feelings, um, it could be sensations, emotions, thoughts, images, urges, anything that arises during meditation. And the more that we practice this non-judgmental uh, awareness, the more we can strengthen this, this pathway in our brain, which has really, um, a lot of, a lot of benefits for then 
translating into our daily life. So that's a really big, really big part of, of mindfulness. Um, and there are actually nine attitudes of mindfulness, which I'll probably get into in another little episode. But for today, I'm just going to stick to going through the uh, mindfulness myths. So um, one myth is that mindfulness um, is about relaxation and trying to relax. Um, and this is not so much much the case. Um, so when we pay attention in certain ways, it can definitely stimulate the relaxation response and we often begin to feel more relaxed. So relaxation can arise when we practice mindfulness, but it's, it's just a side effect. So it's not, it's not actually the goal of mindfulness. So we can be very present and aware, even when we are upset or stressed in life or during practice. And mindfulness is about being in touch with what is here in the moment, in our bodies, in our emotions, our thoughts, so in our, the outside as well. And it helps us become more aware of what we are experiencing. And that can be anything but relaxing. <laughs> if our circumstances are quite difficult in the moment, it can be quite challenging I and mean, it can be quite you know, painful sometimes to be present with whatever is going on in the moment. And so I like to think of mindfulness not so much as like a relaxation practice, but it's actually a practice of building our awareness and strengthening our awareness muscle because within that awareness, when we do practice more and more, there is a point in between our response in between the the stimulus or whatever you know has come up and our response and in that space we can choose how we react and how we respond to that so that's one of one of the myths um wanted to chat about um the next one is about a mindfulness um, some people say, I can't, I can't meditate. Um, I can't do m mindfulness meditation because my mind is too busy. Or I've got too many thoughts or, you know, it's too much <laughs> going on in my mind. And that's actually okay. That's human because <laughs> we're all, you know, we're all human. We all have minds. We're all thinking and, you know, it's very difficult to have a clear mind um, but actually mindfulness isn't so much about clearing your mind, but it's about observing your mind and it's about observing whatever is there. So, you know, if you go into meditation, you notice, whoa, my mind is super busy at the moment. There is so much going on. Oh, plus I'm feeling all these sensations and whoa, there's so much there. Rather than getting caught up in the stories of the mind, mindfulness teaches us to kind of sit back and observe <laughs> and I kind of I like to think of of the mind as like a, a movie screen and we're just sitting there and we're just watching whoa there is so much going on right now we're not attaching to it we're not trying to change it 
we're not trying to get in there in the movie cinema and change the story, but we're just noticing it and we're just becoming aware. So I think when we kind of change our perception from mindfulness as a way to clear our mind to mindfulness as a way to become more aware, it actually takes a bit of the pressure off, I think. Um, okay. So another, the last, um, little myth I wanted to kind of bust is about, um, using mindfulness as a way to feel better (laughs) or to escape painful emotions or things like that. And this is a really interesting one because although, you know, we, we don't meditate to, you know, get rid of feelings, meditate to observe them and notice them, the more that we can become aware of what's going on in our inner world without judging them, without attaching to them, and the more we can accept whatever is going on, the less effect they'll actually have on us. So even though this isn't our goal, this is, a, I guess, a side effect of it. But as soon as we go into the meditation as a way to escape pain, as a way to escape difficult emotions, as a way to try to get rid of them, this kind of sets up um, a craving or an aversion, which um, isn't the goal of meditation. So the main Um, In Vipassana meditation teaching, they say that there are two um, key points that indicate that our meditation is progressing. And the two two key points are, um, one, how equanimous we can be. Equanimous is about being non-judgmental. So how equanimous can we be with anything that's going on with us? And the second one is how aware can we be? What's our awareness like? Hmm. So I'm going to leave it at that today, but I hope to jump on again and share a little bit more about mindfulness meditation and a bit more about me as well and my journey with meditation and healing and Reiki, um, all of these things. And if you ever feel like you have any questions or you want to know more about something that I've spoken about in these little episodes, please feel free to reach out to me. I'm on Instagram and Facebook and um, you can catch me at Laura Jean Reiki. And yeah, I look forward to connecting with you and thanks for listening.